You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORGO Joe. He is your 75, two time Super Bowl champion, college football hall of famer, and most recently, father of the groom, Tony Casillas. TC, what up? I'm pleased to see you survived the wedding. It looked like a lot of fun on social media. It was, it, it was an epic weekend. It's everything you'd hope for and dream of. And it was just an amazing fairy tale wedding. And it's great to have a uh, I'm a father-in-law now, so I can add that to my resume, mm. but we were just so happy. It was just a perfect night for, uh, you know, my, my son and his beautiful wife. So, uh, it is kind of surreal that he is, he's, he is married now considering when you raise kids, you're thinking, okay, well it's so far away. And then when it happens, but, uh, it was a tremendous evening, man. So thanks. Appreciate that RJ. Congratulations to you all. I don't want to rush anything or, or, you know, make you feel a certain way, but you mentioned, <laughs> you, you mentioned you earned a new title. You are now a father-in-law. The The next one, Tony, I know where you're going is grandpa. I mean, so, so have, have you thought about that? Like what you want to go by? Do you want to, do you want to go by grandpa or like grandpa, Tony? Like, do you have a special name? Cause I'm, you know, some families have different, you know, unique names for stuff like that. See, I don't have a problem with it. I think that it may be something more related to maybe my wife. Uh, there's something about being, I, I, I don't know. I just, it's kind of the evolution of getting older. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I, I really haven't really thought about that. I, I don't know how far away that's going to be. And I actually sure, decide yeah. to have kids, but I think if it was my wife's choice, it would be pretty quick, but uh, that remains to be seen. And I really, if it happens, I'll think of something. Um, I think that'll just, be another notch in the age process, and, uh, which is I'm fine with it. Uh, I want to be the cool grandfather. I don't. <clears throat> I want to try to be that kind of guy and just really just kind of live vicariously through my my kids when they do have kids again. But uh, man, I'm not there yet, and I don't hey. think my son and uh, my daughter in laws there yet either. Tony, I think you're um, <laughs> as a uh, as a Super Bowl champion twice over. I think you're probably a cool grandpa, but that's just you know my personal <laughs> opinion. Um, the Dallas Cowboys did not play like Super Bowl champions last week. They got their tails kicked by the Denver Broncos, thirty to sixteen. The final score. I, your wed the wedding was Friday night. Correct me. So you might have been rested up enough uh, by Sunday afternoon, Sunday at noon specifically, with the extra hour of sleep. I'm sure that was helpful uh, when you were nursing. Um, but, um, yeah, just a rough go about it, Tony. Just, I mean, there's, there's not much to say. I mean, you, you can't, you can't put lipstick on this pig. I mean, it was gross. Well, I think that the time change, it's better to fall back than to move forward and it's a noon game, but, uh, just to just kind of give you a picture of what I, as far as watching a game, I stopped, uh, on my way, on the way it, it uh, my son's, uh, it, Speaking of grandparents, stopped at his grandparents, and we watched the first half uh, of the, the Cowboy game. And it was just one of those games just, just kind of waiting for something 
some energy to arrive and it never did. Uh, and then the first half I'm thinking, okay, well maybe it's going to be something and they're going to wake up sooner or later. Well, to me, it was, it was kind of reverting back to 2020. I know that you probably tweeted out and talked about it. It was a cowboy version of 2020 because there was nothing in that building, everything that you could think of RJ. And I'm sure you watch, you watch the same thing. You listen to it. There was nothing good that happened in that game until the last second on that clock ticked off. It was just so – because I understand it. I think there's some days you wake up and you and you go in the locker room, it's a little – you don't have – it's kind of dead. So you need a spark. But the Cowboys really could never get a spark from any of their playmakers. I think whenever – when you look at uh, – is, is Tony Pollard when he drops a pass and it right. would have been a, a big gain. I mean, you're thinking, okay, we need a spark. And it's just, you continue to like, okay, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And man, from the beginning to the end, nothing good happened about that game. It was just kind of a very, it, it was just one of these, hopefully it's an admiration of things or, or an anomaly. I'm sorry, of things that happened, but man, I tell you what, it was just that 2020 version. Here we go again. It was, um, it was one of those, I think, you know, I think up until maybe the midway point of the third quarter, everybody kind of held out hope, right? Like, like you said, okay, offense going to click. Like once they click and they get rolling, you know, they'll be back in this. But once it, you know, the midway point of the third quarter hit, it just became this thing where it's like, we just have to get through this. And it reminded me um, a long time ago when I worked uh, in a retail store, uh, the worst day, Tony, the worst day to work retail uh, outside of Black Friday is when you do inventory. Now, I don't know if you've ever done this, uh, but the process is you have to literally scan everything. Every single mm-hmm. item in the store has to be scanned. And when I was in high school, I worked at Office Depot and we, they would hire like this company to come in and do that. And so I remember the first one I did, they, they you know, they got us all together. They said, OK, this this company is going to come in. They're going to scan everything, but it's our job to clean up. And so these people were just like reckless, Tony. I mean, just, just like, you know, mm-hmm. ripping stuff off the shelves and like, it was like a disaster, like a like a war zone. You know what I mean? Madness. Like, yeah, like like trying to put everything back together. And it was like I remember, you know, talking to my parents about it and, and just being like, this sucks. And my dad being like, you just have to go through it like like the, you just have to finish the day. You know what I mean? And that at the end of the day, the day's over. And that's kind of how this game felt. And so ideally, it's something the Cowboys put behind them. Uh, they move on. They improve. They, they're on to Atlanta. The Tony Casillas Bowl is this week. Tony, the Cowboys. I'm looking and forward to it. And, and, and look, I think, I don't know, it, it, I just, there's so many things we could talk about. It's one of those, I know as a team, I heard get people talking about, it's like, well, we don't even going to watch the film. It was that bad. We're just going to move on to Atlanta. And I, and those are the best games that you, unfortunately, that's, as a player, you don't want to watch the, that, that game tape. You don't want to watch that because it's just a bad, it was a bad nightmare. I guess besides Micah Parsons, and I, I think he really is a player. You're just like, look, we're all bad. You know, one guy's bad, but you know, made plays. But you just want to put it behind you. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta won last week. And it just goes to show maybe it is a wake-up call for them to think, look, we just can't go out there and just kind of sleepwalk and not – because nothing ever happened. I mean, Dak was bad. It's one of the worst games he's ever played. I mean, I think it really started this, RJ. I don't know about you feel about this, is when they had that quirky, when they blocked the punt and the rule where if it lands so far from the line of scrimmage, it's a live ball, and it basically, it, you know, it, it, if you touch it and the other team recovers it, it's just, you know, they recover, it's like a new set of downs, and that's exactly what happened. And then when they tucked the ball down the field and scored, I'm thinking, 
man, this does not look good. Um, you tweeted about this, Tony, and this was kind of, I don't know that, and I don't know there's a Cowboys fan out there that is like, oh, it's cool. They lost, but I think everyone just accepted it. You know what? They lost. It's okay. But you know, what, what lemonade can we make out of these lemons? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the solace, uh, I think that people took was the Buffalo bills lost, obviously mm-hmm. the green Bay Packers lost a little bit of a unique situation there. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were on by, but the Los Angeles Rams lost granted the, mm-hmm. the bills lost to the Jaguars, who I think are a worse team than the Broncos. And, but the Rams lost to a really good team in the Tennessee Titans. So the Cowboys kind of in, in the middle here. Um, and I, I think, yeah, I saw, uh, I write a, a power rankings every week for the right. site like we've talked did about a great job and, by the way it's a um, must read by the way yahoo's power ranking said that of all the weird losses dallas's felt like the flukiest and so that's encouraging mm-hmm. but the cowboys did get help tony um and again we're not trying to say that, that the cowboys are, are fine or anything they got to get back on track here but the rams lost the packers lost they're still i i I don't know that I'm ready to say they're out of contention for the number one seed because there's, you know, we're halfway through here, but it does feel like they are well in contention for one of the top three seeds, which is what matters the most. Yeah, I think that that's uh, the big pictures are six and two. And I think that if we all sit here and and we're honest with ourselves and said that almost at a halfway point because they play 17 games, this is what week nine coming up. So, and so if we would have said, hey, the Cowboys are going to be six and two, like, that's, we all that's a great it. start. Yeah. But I think it's just the vein of the game playing Denver, just all the everything. And, you know, this is Tuesday. We already talked about you know, the game after. But still, I think it was just the significance of the game because you look at Denver and, you know, they're out with their best player, Devon Miller and history and then all this yada yada, all this stuff that happened. But now as you move forward, I think it was a fluky game. But of all the games and all the teams that lost, you got to look at the degree opponent and which the Cowboys lost to. and But Denver, I mean, they have some good, some good pieces to it. And I think it's, as I mentioned, I think it's a good lesson to be learned. But it happens in the National Football League every week. Some team is going to – I mean, look at Jacksonville. Did everyone who thought that Jacksonville was 9-6? to six? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's but, – But to your point about the only thing that – it just it just shows you Green Bay is is weird and is 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 all the events of of Aaron Rodgers the whole COVID and immunization and everything. Regardless of that, you take him off that team, you put him on that team against Kansas City. Oh, they win. They win. They win thirty eight. You know, thirty five to thirteen. But it just goes to show that Kansas City's down. But the point is, is that you mentioned the Rams. I mean, you know, Tennessee without Derrick Henry. I mean, what? I mean, they end up losing to them on the, at home. So that's just the nature of the National Football League. I think the fans got to understand this. This week against Atlanta Falcons, let's not revert back. Let's think about what we did and what we need to be, do to clean that up and move on. And really, this is the best thing is like go out there and take care of business against Atlanta. But let's not take two steps back. So that's the thing that I'm really kind of – Look, I'm still waiting. I, I am judgmental, right, RJ? Is what they can do after a really humiliating loss. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. 
you can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I, I think my, my hope is that, and Mike McCarthy has seemed um, very good at this. And I know nobody wants to hear that Mike McCarthy is good at anything right now. But my hope is that they don't abandon their philosophies because that's that's what's gotten them here. I know you know, I, I have zero issue with when they went for it on, on the two fourth downs early on. That's who you got to be. Be that aggressive team. Sometimes it doesn't work out and, and it didn't work out for you in this game. And I, I don't even want to say it backfired. It just, you know, the Broncos, the Broncos were able to capitalize on it. And so, like you said, that's life in the NFL. Some teams are able to do it, but that's who you have to be. And this, this is my question to you. I would I would a hundred out of a hundred times this year rather be the Cowboys than the Rams. Call me a homer if you want, because Sean McVay is a bit of a coward in those instances. Late in that game against the Rams, down big, near the goal line, kicks a field goal. I don't want mm-hmm. this. I, I want yeah. my coach, you know, I want the ball in Dak Prescott's hands. I know that it wasn't a great game for him, and it was coming off the calf injury, the personal issue that he had, personal tragedy. Um, but I... I want the ball in Dak Prescott's hands and I want the head coach that is willing to trust that guy. And so I would, and that my question is of, of the NFC contenders that are not Arizona right now, just because right now Arizona is at the top. Um, who would you rather be? If, if you can be in charge of one team, you can be a fan of one team. Would you rather be the Cowboys coming off their loss? Would you rather be the Rams coming off their loss? Or would you rather be the Packers? Because now to your point, the Packers are dealing with a whole slew of non-football issues. I don't think anybody wants to be them, but they are technically an option. I, I think it'd be the, it'd be the Cowboys. Cause I think it's something that can be, as you mentioned, some things that we don't know that's going on that may affect the, the way a, a guy plays. And certainly if it's your quarterback, just, it just, it was, wasn't Dax day. It was just, you're thinking, man, this is, this is, this is a bad dream. You never see him overthrow people. And, and granted, Terrence still was out of position, which I, you know, that's another thing. I, I, I don't understand that. But, hey, they're making the decisions when it comes to offensive line. But I think the Cowboys, because, you know, I think the Rams are going to, they're going to, they're going to rebound. But you got to look at the division they play in. Mm-hmm. Dallas on the other side in the NFC East, I think, you know, Atlanta's going to come in here. They're going to come in to AT&T Stadium feeling good about themselves. And they're going to watch what happened last week. But, Sometimes you can't fall into that trap of like, okay, Dallas, let's look look what Denver did. Because sometimes, I hate to say this, sometimes teams got your number, you know, but 
the way they had the Cowboys number, everything was bad. There was nothing good on the offense. Defense was bad. Offense was bad. I mean, it was uh, across the board. So it's just hard to explain, RJ, that you can be that bad at every phase of the game. <laughs> yeah. And I, hey, I think because I've been on a lot of teams, I'm like, damn, I mean, can't run it. Can't <laughs> throw it. You can't stop the run. You know, there was nothing. They got no breaks in that game. I uh, well, and to that point, so I, I also write winners and losers after every game. One of my losers was actually the breaks of the game, because even the punt block, like that's the thing, like some like you said, <laughs> it, and like, there's there's no there's no statistic. There's no data. This is yeah. and, and I'm not I'm not trying to say that this is like, you know, uh, you know, undeniable philosophy. But if, if you have been mm -hmm. watching or in your case, playing football long enough, you know that sometimes weird crap happens and sometimes it's just not your day, like you said. I mean, the Cowboys blocked a punt and and lost the ball and and actually <laughs> and, and worsened their field position. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's it's just it's a weird game sometimes. And I know this is a weird way to put it, but I'd almost rather lose this way where just you suck. I mean, like everything is off versus like the way they were losing early last year when you have this incredible offensive performance. And and so, like you said, you, you've been on teams where it's like, nothing's going right. We can't run. We can't pass. We can't play defense, whatever. I, I would rather be that than like, man, we, we can do all this stuff, but we're, we're, we're missing one component here. You know, does that make like, I'd rather strike out all the way because that, that justifies that this was just a one-off weird day as opposed to, Oh, the, the defense is really bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would rather be just, in a total funk as opposed to one small area. Well, you'd like to see something happen positive. And I just think that when you look at, you look at that game, nothing, it was just, it was just a weird game because nothing went well. It, it, and, and as I mentioned, when something like that happens, you got to look for someone to kind of turn it around to get the energy going big play. All right, we got to make a big play. All right, Amari, you need to catch a ball or CD or uh, Zeke or someone, you know, make a play defensively. And so it, it just never happened. And I think sometimes you get lulled by the fact that, wow, this is a lot of negativity. So what are we going to fire our way out of this? And, you know, they were shut out going in the third quarter. I mean, that, you know, it was like mop-up duty and it just got embarrassed. And, and I think that as a team, this is, this is what happens. You have to go – you go through something like this it's inexplicable. There's some things that you, you try to do and you just you're and who knows what happened the week before preparation and anything, but now it's on to Atlanta. It's like, we let's turn this thing around real quick. We're six and two. Hey, we still, we're still the top, you know, one of the top teams in the national football league. we got to let things go on. Now let's rebound and let's get back those plays. Let's make those plays. Let's make those catches. Let's force the issue. Let's not let them dictate the issue with us. So, that's the thing about it. And I think, again, you need some, there's gotta be something humbling. I just didn't think it would be that humbled this by is decisive and just every facet of the game. I mean, sometimes you win some battles, right? RJ, you make a big play, but you know, now I think it's just a way of them thinking, look, we're not as good as we think we are. Okay. I I'm with you. And I totally agree. I've, and again, like I'm playing hindsight here and, and there's a, you know, I have the benefit of hindsight, but I would rather lose this game. And I said this on the post game show than lose to the Vikings. Like I would not trade that Vikings loss for this one or Vikings win for this one, because if you're going to lose 
in the NFL and you're going to lose in the mm-hmm. NFL, lose to the opposite conference. Those are the games that mean the least as far as, right. you know, tiebreakers are concerned and whatnot. And so that's a good thing. Unfortunately for the Cowboys, the Packers lost to an AFC team. The Rams lost to an AFC team. So it's just a kind of a weird week that all those mm-hmm. things lined up that way. Uh, we haven't done this game in a while, Tony, uh, but this is a seven five zero original. Um, it's time to predict the way the rest of the games in the month of November go. The Cowboys went undefeated. In the month of October, they are 0-1 um, in November. Not a great start, but, you know, this this kind of looked like a little bit of a gauntlet at the beginning of the season, and it doesn't necessarily look that way anymore. Uh, but so we'll start first with Atlanta. Cowboys host the Falcons on Sunday, uh, getting revenge for Tony Casillas, as they always have every time they play Atlanta. Um, how, do you, how do you see this going? You got it. Again, we're predicting all the way through the rest of November. Well, I, I saw the line. The line's oh, like nine. Minus the line nine is nine. Cowboys. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of points. You know, I like the Cowboys in this game. I think that they're – I'm still – I think they're they're not 2020 version. Do you like, I, I think do you like them sh- to cover or just you're just taking them to win? I, I'm just going to take them to win. I, I don't okay. think I'd touch nine points. And okay. it may come down, but I, I just don't – no. They were – Maybe three, maybe six, maybe something like that. But nine is kind of – it's kind of a trap. They were the only team in the NFL that was undefeated against the spread before last week, but it's hard to get last week out of your head. I'm with you. Um, I, you know, if I had like oftentimes, you know, like different, different things I do, people ask me for like a favorite line of the week. I, this would be the, my, this is my least favorite line. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think the Cowboys will win, but I just, I'm not touching the line. It's just, 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 there's too much weirdness. Okay. So we both have the Cowboys beating the Falcons next Sunday on the road against the Kansas city chiefs. You mentioned, you know, the score or, or what Kansas City scored against Green Bay. Only 13 points, and they won. They've won two in a row. Uh, but in, in my power rankings, I put they've won two in a row in about the, the least encouraging way possible. Uh, you know, they barely beat the New York Giants. They barely beat the Jordan Love-led Green Bay Packers. And so we'll see how the, the Chiefs play on Sunday night football. That's going to be a big game against the Raiders in Vegas. But um, Cowboys at Kansas City, at Arrowhead. First time in a long time. The Cowboys have not visited Arrowhead since 2009. Um, how do you see that game going? Right now, because a lot can change in the next week. I think it's going to be a good game. I think that any time you have Patrick Mahomes, uh, he, he's, they're going to give him a, he's going to give him a chance to win. If you look at the matchups, I mean, conventionally, conventional wisdom said the Cowboys, you look, at their, you look at the Kansas City's defense, and they should have some success there because they have gotten – exposed this year. I mean, they, even against Jordan Love, you know, they gave up some plays. And I'm just thinking if hindsight, but if you, you look at if Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he would have put, it put quite a few points up against them, but I like their chances. I think that may be a tough game, tougher than we think. Had I not seen what happened last week. And again, that's again, hopefully it's an anomaly. I would say, okay, well, the way the Cowboys are playing, cause we thought maybe they'd win. They'd, be coming off a seven straight win against, um, you know, last week, uh, you know, against the Broncos and then have a chance to win eight in a row. And then you got, but I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough game, but I think the Cowboys, again, they have a chance to make a statement. They got a chance to make a statement this week against the Falcons and say, look, we aren't, as I mentioned, 2020 version. We're going to, we're going to, you know, that we're going to put that behind us. And then we have a statement to play a good team on the road at Kansas city but I like the Cowboys to win. I think on paper, you know, they, they Kansas City's got some tremendous playmakers, but I think the Cowboys, if everything goes well, the way it's gone up to the Denver Broncos debacle, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think the Cowboys have a chance to win two in a row. I'm with you. Um, it's just, you know, like we talked about, sometimes there's a game where it just doesn't go your way. Sometimes there's a season like mm-hmm. that, like, like 2020 for the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys had a lot of injuries that year, but it's just, it's, it's a year. It's a time where you just can't win for losing. And right. the, the chiefs are kind of going through that this whole season. Uh, so I think they went two in a row. In fact, to finish the game, I think they went three in a row. Um, although the, the game I'm most concerned about is probably that Raiders game, just because, I mean, it's, it's difficult to contextualize what that, team has dealt with oh uh, this year um so you just you really don't know it's hard to talk about football because there's so many you know more important non-football things that that are involving that team right now um but um you don't know who you're going to get it's going to be a short week so you know quick turnaround obviously there's a lot of random variables inserted in there i i still would take the cowboys but that that's the one i'm kind of willing to leave it as a toss-up so maybe i take two and a half wins out of these next three games yeah, I don't know. I think that Kansas City and and and, and you look at the Raiders. They, as you mentioned, they've dealt with a lot of stuff off the field. I just it's just been a very bad time for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know that's. But you could have said that for Denver. I mean, it was a week where I think the Pretty, yeah know, different all, different stuff. But yeah, they traded but away. But you Vaughn, seemed like yeah. they were like melanin in their season, and yet. Mm-hmm. The, because they traded one, and it's like, okay, we're just, you know, and Teddy Bridgewater has been a nice serviceable quarterback, but you're thinking, and it, you know, they're going to come in here and they're just going to lay down. Look what they did. They played their asses off. So I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think the, you know, the, the, what's uh, the new head coach, the special teams coach, Rich. Rich uh, Passaccia. Yeah. I love that guy. I mean, I remember when he was a special teams coach here and I talked to him, I mean, that guy, uh, he'll have him playing, but you know, it's and the Thanksgiving day game you just don't know but uh i i think i think i like I, i'm like you i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go two and one i think mm. that maybe kansas city or the raiders uh i think if they can come out of that stretch of games two and one i mean that's setting pretty nice right there and again if you lose to the chiefs or the raiders it's an afc team if you're going to lose yeah. another one, that's Good the one point. you want to lose. Yeah. Um, all right, Tony, congratulations to the bride and groom once again. Uh, great time here on the 750, not because of the Cowboys, but because we always have a great time. Uh, so uh, my phone's going off, which means it's time for us to go, Tony. So uh, everybody have you're yourself. You're a busy man. You know, you're a busy man. I'm running around. You know what I mean? But uh, you're, you're the face of the blog and the boys. man. Everybody. Ochoa, uh, the tremendous. Every- Make sure you go and check out. Follow him on Twitter, RJ Ochoa. And how many uh, blogging boys you got the 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 Ocho you got will, the seven five oh you're all over this place man I will say this I haven't said this out loud uh, we are getting very close on the blogging the boys Twitter to a hundred thousand followers so very excited wow. about that you know we're we're hopefully get there uh, sometime soon we'll see but uh, if you haven't followed blogging the boys do so follow Tony at TC Casillas. Uh, and he'll uh, he'll sprinkle some joy into your life uh, every single day. Uh, Tony, it was a pleasure as always. Everybody, we'll see you next week. This was the 750. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS Via. 
the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.